Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boats in the Field report. Wow, what a big week on the bean harvest. A lot of guys are seeing the end of the bean harvest in the near future. And boy, so far it sure looks like the June beans are going to hang with the May beans. Getting in some reports. I talked with Matt up there in east central Iowa. They were uh, shut down from harvest an inch of rain they got there on Monday. But he has finished uh, his uh, bean harvest. And he said his mid-May beans were right with his June beans, or his June beans are with his mid-May beans, yielding in the in the mid-60s. Matt said that uh, drainage is a big factor in their area on yield. So if you didn't have the tile, the, it showed up in the yield pretty quick. They have harvested some 99 through 190 corn already, running in that 240, 250 range. When I talked to him, they're now working on some 110-day corn that he said was up in the 260. So sound like a good harvest going on there. Did talk with Ray over there in Northwest Ohio. They don't have much to harvest, but they did start harvesting seed beans on Friday, and he said they're running in the low 70s. Pleasant surprise. He said the knee-high beans are yielding right with the waist-high beans, so not much difference in yield, even though the height is off. Uh, a lot of yield is coming from bean size. Now, they don't have much corn harvest yet. Most corn coming out is still uh, being chopped for silage. Up in the Grand Ridge area there, got a note from Dave. Their group two beans planted in June range from 61 to 81 bushel. So that's exciting. April corn in the 225, 235 range. Mark over at Sun Ag in Tremont. He thinks they're about 60% done with the bean harvest and 50% done with the corn harvest in his trade territory. Well, right there at Tremont, the area is probably 90% done with the soybean harvest. He said they are seeing some uh, bean fungicide plots on May planted beans in the 7 to 10 bushel increase. So it'll be interesting to dig through those. Here locally, uh, it does look like our June beans are going to hold up their end. Hearing a lot of reports in the mid-60s with a lot of beans that came out this weekend. I had a report come in from June 15th beans still at 66 bushel. A lot of this yield is coming in bean size. These beans are huge, meaning grain fill is what's holding things together, which could get interesting for next year's seed supply. This is also why in the dry area where you didn't get the rain for the bean fill, we're seeing those 40 bushel soybeans. As these June beans are coming out, growers are reporting no ponds in the June fields compared to their May planted fields. So that's also what's helped keeping those yields closer. With any luck, we're going to see something similar with the June corn, I hope. I've had a number of reports from growers dealing with crown rot issues in the corn. In most fields, it's related to soil types or yield zones within the field. Well, this was expected, especially after the big rains we received that left us uh, with saturated soils for days. You guys in the dry areas, uh, this will be a bigger issue because of the amount of cannibalization due to the dry conditions. These plants were tapped out pretty hard trying to get that ear fill and left them very susceptible to the stalk rot. If these fields didn't reach black layer before crown rot killed the plant, you're going to notice a large drop in yield where you have the down corn. If planting date or hybrid maturity got you close to black layer, uh, then the yield will hold even though the corn is down. And again, as you guys up there in the tougher area look at this down corn, don't forget to look forward. That's the corn that's still standing. 
Some of these downfields may already be an insurance claim to begin with. Don't let something else fall down that's not an insurance claim. So pest team's got to stay on top of that for your harvest reports. Reports of crown rot in the June corn have been less, uh, but the pest teams need to keep an eye on all these fields uh, that were stressed either the dry weather or water standing out in the field in those ponds. Put your drones up in the air. That might be a way to speed up this fall scouting process so nothing gets uh, biased and we don't have any big surprises. Combine operators, it might be a good idea to drop a flag in your monitors as you cross through this down corn. Whether the yield drops or not, put a flag on there. Knowing where these areas are, uh, when we look at the yield maps and go through your yield map meetings, will help to clue us in and where to look and make comparisons at your soil fertility. Looking at a yield map, we can't really tell if the corn is down or not, but we can see if the yield is down. So let's be marking those so if we forget about them a month or two from now, we uh, have some type of marking in there of what we were seeing in the combine seat. I am impressed how tight most of the guys are running your tillage behind the harvest. Most operations are doing both at the same time. So you're seeing harvesting and, and tillage being done uh, in, in the same time, not too far behind the actual harvest. Growers are telling me they can feel the tracks we made in the field this spring trying to get this crop in. Doing tillage here at CropTech, we could tell when we cross pinch rows from this spring. The wheel tracks growers are complaining about the most is from the post-herbicide sprayers. Combine operators are crossing them as they cut beans at an angle, and the tillage operators can hear the tractor pull down, and they can, in the engine they can hear the pull down when they cross these wheel tracks. If you have sprayer tracks and you're trying to lift them out with an inline ripper, I suggest you run at a slight angle of the track. If you run with the tracks, it's not uncommon if a wheel track happens to end up between the shanks, it'll lift that wheel track straight up, slide her on through, and set her back down without doing a lot of fracturing. So it is good to be crossing those tracks. You'll do a better job of, of shattering that compaction that's out there. Some of these fields are dealing with enough tracks that they may give our strip-till machines trouble. Trying to make a good seed bed in a wheel track will depend on how well your bar can handle these tracks. Remember, you're preparing the seedbed for next year. Some of these fields just may need to be chiseled and leveled up this fall and then put back into the strip program in the future. Getting good reports from the strip-till machines that are running in the fields without the wheel track issues. Now, good days to get your strip-tilling done will be numbered, so hammer down if it's going good but it is still too warm to put gopher gas on while stripping. But of course, you know that. And you know that's something that you wouldn't do, right? Don't be that guy. So, Don't forget to call in your fields as you get them harvested. We'll clean them up. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.